Hello, my loves. We are back here for episode number three. Today, I'm going to be sharing my most pivotal mindset shifts and realizations that I have gathered over the last 10 years doing business solo until very recently. These are things that have literally taken me a very, very long time to master. And if you can grasp these concepts, I promise to you that they are going to hold you down throughout a very long and successful business career. I literally had this download to bring all of these in a longer format when I was walking on the treadmill. And for those of you that don't know, I am a complete gym junkie. So for me to have left the gym to come here and record this podcast right now, it's a big deal. So I want y'all to know I am here for you and what you need from this podcast. So let's dive in. Number one, you will need to learn to self-validate. Self-validation comes from the deepest conviction and grounded confidence in yourself and what you are doing inside your business. Right now, if you are outsourcing, you know, a lot of decisions, the big decisions, the little decisions for yourself to your best friends, your therapist, your coach or mentor, your mom, I really want you to begin building up your levels of self-trust. If you struggle to execute and make decisions inside your business, it could be because you just don't yet fully trust yourself. Okay. And I'm going to talk more about self-trust very soon, but learning to self-validate is one of the most powerful things you can do in business. For example, your post gets five or eight likes, right? But you hold yourself down. You know your message is true to you and your business. You release a new offer for the first time and no one bites, but you continue to show up in conviction behind your offer. You want to pivot your messaging. You validate that this is right for you and your brand and the direction of your business. Truly self-validating is one of the most powerful gifts you can learn to give yourself in business. Now, the self-validation advice, this is not really for someone who is in their infancy in business, okay? Or if you're going through, say, a huge pivot and changing your body of work and moving into a new industry. This is more for people that have been doing business for a number of years and are still really questioning themselves and the things that they need to shift or change or, or do inside their business. I know and trust that the decisions I make for me and my business are right. And this comes from a beautiful combination of both intuition, right? My inner knowing, and then my really logical mind. So it's a combo, that deep knowing, but also logic, like what makes sense for me right now and the future of where I want my business to be. So babe, if you know you have been outsourcing a lot of, you know, decision making inside of your business, I want you to begin self-validating, building up that deep sense of self-trust. And this brings me to my second point. In business, self-trust is a must. Okay, self-trust is a must. Business is going to require you to meet yourself on new levels. And it brings up so much questioning of self, especially in personal brands or when you are doing business solo, right? Like it's only you. And there will be so many moments where you'll be left with two choices. One, internally combust, throw a tantrum and give in, stop showing up, label self as a failure. And I mean, who doesn't love a good tantrum? Okay, I'm partial to a tantrum a couple of times a year, like I'm human. Or step back, zoom out, put your impartial lenses on and pivot into whatever is needed. For example, like a launch flops, you are going to have to step back and make an objective assessment around the launch. Is it my messaging? Do I need to look at the language I'm using? Am I conveying desirability of my product or service clearly to my audience? Am I creating clarity or confusion? Right down to even maybe looking at the name of the product or service, really assessing where your audience is at potentially as well. Do I need to do nothing and just hold this space. Like all of this will need to be looked at from a very objective lens and a deep sense of self-trust that you will know what you need to do next. This is why business is equally challenging as it is beautiful. Now, 
building up self-trust. If you know you are struggling with this self-validation and you are struggling with the self-trust, I really want you to begin making a small daily commitment and promise to yourself. And I would recommend that you start with something so simple, okay? Like drinking three liters of water per day. Some people struggle just to commit to hydrate themselves well, right? It's human. We've all been there. Going to bed at 9.30 or 10 p.m., start with a really simple and small commitment to yourself daily. And if you miss a day, beautiful, you just keep going. Keep committing that promise and that commitment to yourself until you no longer have to think about doing it. And it's just an ingrained habit. And then over time, these little promises and these commitments, they get bigger and they compound over time. And this is how we rebuild self-trust. Number three, don't listen to anyone that speaks to an industry being saturated or too competitive. When I hear someone speak to this, I instantly see a rigid mindset. Okay, I instantly see someone with a fixed mindset, not someone who looks through the world and the business world with a lens of opportunity and potential. Every industry could be quote unquote saturated. Okay, but when I see a quote unquote saturated industry, my mind doesn't veer away from it. My mind goes, fuck yes, that is for me. Why? One, because this means that there is likely a following demand for that thing. And obviously, when you enter into an industry, you want to qualify that demand. But my mind goes, yes, there is business available for me. And the second thing my mind does, I see saturation as an opportunity to differentiate myself, right? And to get really, really clear on my unique position, my unique value delivery inside that industry. I don't see this as a threat or a reason not to enter. I see this as opportunity and so should you. When I went to the UK and I traveled Europe, I think it was in 2019, I saw a company Peloton, the Peloton bike. They're an at-home group fitness company being advertised. And I have followed this worldwide company ever since. And they have gone from high to low and they continue to innovate in a very saturated health and fitness industry. Why? Because they are innovative. They are lead knowing that there is a demand there that they are filling and they just continue to pivot. They continue to innovate and they continue to get on the rise again. And so I want you to know that there is always opportunity inside every industry. You just need to find your unique positioning and with perseverance and resilience, you can be successful. Four, there are humans that actually need what you're offering right now. Really think about that in this moment. There are people that actually need and want your service or your product in this very moment. And more than likely, they are watching you, okay, in the background, collecting data on you, how you show up, how convicted you are in yourself, how confidently you hold yourself, how consistent you are in your business with creating connection with them, with maintaining your community, And say, for example, you've had a wobbly launch or you posted a new product or service for a week or you didn't add and no one has taken a buy yet. Those people that just aren't quite ready in their own buying process are still collecting data and information on you. And if you decide to throw a wobbly or not show up or you need time to process, you may have just lost trust with those people. So showing up online has a compounding effect and there are humans that literally need your offer right now and they are just still collecting data. They're in their own buying process. Don't give in, don't chuck a wobbly. Trust that you know that your offer is phenomenal, okay? It holds value that there are humans that need it right now who are still in their decision-making phase. Every human has their own buying process that we as business owners have to honor and respect and continue to show up in your power and trust that what you have is valuable and that people want it. Five, you don't need to be an expert in your field to start a business and be successful, but you do need a skill set of some sort. Too many people, okay, stall feeling a lack of conviction in themselves because they're not technically an expert in what they do. When the reality is that 
especially in terms of coaching, it actually makes you more relatable when you're only a few steps ahead of someone else. Everyone gets into an industry and they want to position themselves as an expert when really they're not. And this isn't realistic or relatable to most people. So master a specific skill set, get good at doing something and then just start. Because every expert, when you really think about it super logically, was once a beginner, weren't they? And if every expert decided not to start a business because they were a beginner, we would have no experts in any industry. So pick your strength, leverage the fuck out of that and build upon new skill sets as you go. Trust me when I say you do not need to be an expert. Number six, expect resistance inside your business and on your business journey. There is so much dialogue in the industry and online, on social media, on Facebook, on Instagram about how business gets to feel light all the time and it gets to feel easy and people have built their business to 100k months off of four hour workdays. Like I'm telling you now, this is a narrative that is not true for most and I want you to expect that there will be resistance and your ability to emotionally regulate. It's not just important inside of relationships. It is also extremely important inside of business In every business. And, you know, from time to time, hopefully not too frequently, there will be times where launches don't go to plan. New product launches, new service launches, new program launches where clients don't honor contracts or default on payments, right? You'll share a polarizing opinion online and someone doesn't like that opinion. Cue backlash. And you are going to need to hold yourself down, grounded and centered and anchor into why you are here. Maybe someone will question your ability to do your job well. Okay. They'll project onto you and you will have to learn to hold that projection, that criticism and decide what you want to do with it next. But you need to know that these things will come up in business. We cannot promote these narratives in the business industry that business always feels light and it always feels easy. And there's never going to be problems or things that we're going to need to solve inside of business. There will be resistance. So I want you to expect that resistance will come up for you in business. And I want you to know that you can handle this whenever this comes your way. Number seven, your purpose and desire for impact and your intention matters. Right now, I really want you to think about what you would be doing inside your business if you didn't need to get paid to be doing it. Say you had plenty of money investments stacked away, okay, and you literally didn't need to work for money. I want you to really ask yourself if you would still be choosing to be doing exactly what you were doing right now. Because with this resistance that I'm speaking about that comes up in business, with the hardship, the struggles, the highs and lows, the industry shifts, the economy changes, right? The obstacles that can blindside you, because these do happen business if you are here for a long time. You're going to need to be so deeply anchored in passion, purpose, and impact that you can hold yourself through these experiences and you know you would still be here anyway. You know you would still be doing this when these things come up. You know that you're not going to fault and question self and feel like you need to change industries or go back to a a paying career job. Would you be doing exactly what you were doing right now? I am a very, very strong believer that you have to be deeply tied into a vision, a purpose, an impact outside of yourself in business. Having these to anchor into will enable you to lead yourself through any resistance that comes up for you. So think about your purpose, your desire for impact, and your intention for why you are in business, because having this will hold you down very, very strongly in your career. Number eight, you are way more resourceful and capable than you actually know and believe yourself to be right now. Our conditioned mind is always our greatest limiting factor, okay, until you harness a deep faith and conviction in yourself. You actually know what you need to do next. You know the next thing to do inside your business. We become disconnected from this beautiful knowing inside of us. And we don't realize just how incredibly resourceful we actually are. I remember when I started my first few businesses, 
And although I went to university, I got the business management degree, I studied entrepreneurship, I did all the things. You'd be surprised how much of this didn't directly apply to actually starting my own business. And I decided to do absolutely everything myself. I built out my entire website, SEO. I learned about backlinking. I designed all my own logos, my business cards, my branding, the marketing. I learned it all myself from scratch. I watched YouTube videos. I phoned a friend. It was it was like something out of who wants to be a millionaire. It was essentially a gamble, but I used my connections. If I got stuck, I would take the best possible guess at learning things, doing things. And I just figured it out myself. And when you are starting out in business, you should learn to do all components of your business, right? Really think about your business 10 years from now. When you have a full team behind you, maybe you have lots of contracts, you are outsourcing to other people. The most resourceful CEOs and business leaders actually have a handle on everything from marketing to branding to sales to backend systems to tech all of it you are more resourceful than you know and you will actually benefit in the long run learning each component of your business first and then deciding to outskill later so i really want you to know that you are resourceful you are a resourceful as fuck human being you are so capable i want you to move inside your business with this deep faith and trust that you can move forward in business and overcome anything you can learn what to do and your business yourself. Anchor into this deep faith, this deep self-reassurance. And this is actually so magnetizing for clients or customers or people coming into your world. They see you lead with this and boom, humans will magnetically become attracted to you. All that is needed right now for most people in business is to believe in your ability just a little bit more than you are right now. And when you do this, your world will begin to change. It is the simplest shift that you need to make inside yourself, in your mind, in your belief, in your conviction of self, trust in that you are a resourceful and very, very capable human being. The next is duality will be your greatest strength in business. I have been called heartless. People have asked me if I really actually care about them. I have been questioned by friends and family inside my relationships because I now continue to show up on social media. I show up for my clients. I take my client calls. I do everything inside of my business that I need to do 99% of the time, despite what I have going on for myself in the background. And I have to hold people that I love seeing me in the wrong light. I have to hold projections and all sorts of assumptions about me. I have had my heart questioned. I have had the depth of my care and my love questioned. But because I know who I am, I know what I stand for. I can entirely honor my duality of what is going on in my personal life. And I can honor what I need to do in my business in the same day and in the same moment. I found out my grandma was in hospital and she potentially wasn't going to make it through another day, 45 minutes before I had to get on a live call for one of my programs. I have learned this skill of duality. This has taken me years to master. Okay. So please don't wrong yourself if you still need a lot of processing time and are struggling to hold everything between your personal life and your business right now because it's definitely taken me a while to be able to get here. There was a time where I would need days and days of processing my emotions, okay? And I wasn't able to access holding the duality inside of me. I wasn't able to honor my emotional state and what what I need to do inside my business. And I just want to say like duality is not not honoring your feelings or your emotions and just powering through, okay? It's not that masculine and overdrive or hustle culture, getting done, whatever needs to be done at any cost. That is not duality. Duality is equally honoring your emotional state, okay? Having some form of somatic release, whether that be crying or screaming or going for a walk or whatever you need to do, going to the gym and still holding yourself down in your business, still holding your clients and their wins, still showing up inside of your business on social media for your client calls, for the programs 
programs that you're running and simultaneously being able to hold an opposing state inside your body at the same time from your personal life or whatever else you have going on. Your ability to lead with courage and still honor yourself will actually lead you to a very long and successful career inside your business. Duality is a skill that will be built over time and by all means I'm so not expecting anyone who's new in business to be able to do this but over time you will learn how to master holding a lot in your personal life surprises shocks family health things not going well inside your relationships like I've now become a full-time stepmom and that has presented so many challenges on its own and I am learning to hold everything that that requires of me while running a business and there will be surprises and things that pop up in your personal life and trust me when I say you can hold yourself through it practice the skill of duality it is just like any other skill like riding a bike learning to write we can hold opposing emotions inside of our body and you're ability to be a leader and hold duality will honestly become one of your greatest strengths in business. What I do when I am practicing duality is I will give myself, you know, the first quarter of the day or the last quarter of the day. Well, I will honor my needs. I will take time for myself. I'll journal. I'll go to the gym. I'll walk. I'll cry. I'll do whatever I need to do. I'll book a therapy session if I need to catch up with my therapist and just vent, right? I will do the things that I need to do to honor my emotional states around my day. And then I will be inside my business for it the other two or three quarters of the day. So this is the process of duality. It's allowing yourself, honoring your emotional states, honoring how you feel, learning to hold space for yourself and not making your own human experience wrong and also honoring what you need to do inside your business. And on some days, maybe that just means getting the bare minimum done, whether that's a social media post, putting a few things up on your stories, Voxer in clients, like whatever that looks like for you, it's okay to do the bare minimum. You are still honoring that part of you that needs to be honored and showing up for you inside your business. Number 10, start showing up daily as if you already are a millionaire, as if you already have a full team of staff, as if you already have a fully fledged and functional company. You need to show up as the embodied leader and CEO that you think you can't be right now. You need to begin the process of embodying that woman, that person that you are thinking about being in 12, 24 or 36 months. You need to be her now. Treat your business as if you are already where you want to be. Embody the leader you want to be in future, not who you are right now. Embody that future version of you now. We think too much about, oh, I can only do this now because that's where I'm at. I can't show up with that level of confidence or certainty into myself until I get to 20 or 50 or 100K months or until I've sold X number of products from my business or until I've made this much for the year, until I've been in business for X number of years. Trust me when I say, don't wait to show up as the visionary, the leader, the powerful CEO until X milestone. This is what will keep you stuck on the levels that you're at now. Waiting until the milestone to embody the woman, the leader, the CEO, to make the content shift, to be the confident one, to be the one to have the audacity to say whatever you want to say. Be that for yourself now. Step into that human now. Don't make moves from now and where you think you are right now with the labels and the hierarchy. Think about the larger vision of the business and who you need to become now for that future version of you. This is one of the biggest things that stuns people in business is that they don't give themselves permission to treat their business to show up as a future version of themselves now. So show up, create content, create programs, sell products, lead and be the woman that you know you need to be in the future. Begin embodying her now. 
So my loves, those are my 10 most pivotal mindset shifts and perspective downloads over the last 10 years in business. Whatever you took from this was absolutely meant for you. I would love your feedback from the podcast. I love all of the messages that you send to me and please, please leave a review, share the podcast. All the love is so appreciated and I cannot wait to bring you guys episode four.